Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perik Yud Aleph, Pasuk Aleph, Hadavar Hasher Haya El Yirmiyahu Me'es Hashem Lemor. This is a fascinating Perik because we know, and the Navi knows, that B'nai Yisrael are at the door of death and destruction. We know there's nothing that can avert this. And yet, Hashem wants the Navi to read to B'nai Yisrael the text of the bris, of the covenant that is between Israel and the Kaddish Baruch Hu, the underpinning of our relationship. We know there are two brises, basically. The bris, when B'nai Yisrael came out of Sinai and at the foot of uh, Chorev, and a bris they have ratified with their Naseh Benishma. There is a second covenant that we know in Kisavo. We sometimes refer to it as the Tochacha, the admonition, that sets out a list of curses that are going to befall B'nai Israel if they do not keep their part of the bris, but there will be brachos if they do comply with this covenant. And it is these covenants that Mepharshim say are the basis of the relationship between the Kaddish Baruch Hu and Yisrael. Now we saw that in the time of Yoash, they found a Sefer Torah. Chilkiyo HaKohen found a Sefer Torah during the refurbishment of the Beis HaMikdash. It was considered a long-lost Sefer Torah. And that Sefer Torah was opened to the Tochacha part. And that triggered a what would be called a mini Balchuva movement. Mini because it did not last very long but it did set the nation momentarily back to Chuba. They saw the punishment that awaited them, and as we say, it started a Balchuba movement, but did not follow through on it. And now the Kaddish Baruch Hu, for some reason, wants Yirmiyahu to read B'nai Yisrael that portion again. Perhaps the hope is that this will trigger a return now. Seeing that they are on literally death's door, they will suddenly internalize the Tochacha and they will say, yes, we are going to keep our part of the bris. It's a long shot, but nonetheless, the Navi says he will do it. So Hadavar Hashem Ayah Al Yirmiyahu Me'es Hashem Leimor the Pesach. This thing that was told to Yirmiyahu from the Kaddish Baruch Hu, when you have a Davar, Davar usually means a harsh prophecy, and it is certainly that. But Bnei Yisrael is more likely not 
to grasp hold of this if they know that what's coming this is the Tokacha right away. Continues listen to the words of this bris. Notice it doesn't say tochacha, it says habris. It's almost an attempt to say I'm giving you something new here. There's a bris I'm about to reveal. But it's not. It's the same covenant. And speak to them. Vamartalehim, say unto them, Koamar Hashem Eloke Yisrael, and you have to get right into it. Arur Ha'ish Asher Lo Yishma Es Divrei Habris Hazos. Cursed be the man who does not follow this covenant I am about to give you. I gave it to your fathers. And incidentally, this phraseology shows four reasons, says the Malbin, why we're obligated to maintain the bris. First, First, the obligation to maintain the commitment of your ancestors. I gave this to your ancestors. They ratified it. You have an obligation to follow it. When I took you out of Egypt, the redemption of Egypt from Egypt is conditional on B'nai Yisrael's acceptance. When I took you out, I said, Shimu Bakoli Vaosisem Du Osam Tuchol Asher Atzave Eschem. Third, Veheyisem Li Laam, the Anochi Eyel Lachem Lelohim. That the nullification of the bris, of your observance of the bris, will disconnect the relationship between Hashem and yourselves. The Yisem Lila'am, that connection will be lost. So there are valid reasons that you must keep this covenant. And whether you like it or not, I am going to read it to you in the hope that you will now once again affirm this bridge. So that therefore you will uphold this oath which you have sworn through your fathers, which you are obligated to maintain. That you will get the land of Israel flowing with milk and honey. Very interesting. And Yermio is saying, and I answered Amen to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. I affirm this bris. What Yermio is saying, that in the likely reality that no one 
no one else in Judea affirms the bris at this time. I am going to affirm it. So at least we will be able to say, say the Mepharshim, one Jew reconnected with the bris. And that's what he means by Omar Amen. I answered Amen. By Yomer Hashem Eli, Kra Esko Hadvarim Ha'ele Ba'arei Yehuda Uvechutzos Yerushalayim Lemor. And the Kaddish Baruch Hu is continuing with his instructions. Call out to Judea and the courtyards of Yerushalayim saying, Listen, Shimu Estivrei Habris Hazos Ba'asisem Osam. Do it. It is pleading with them. It is begging with them. This is what I affirmed, and this is what your forefathers affirmed. To this day, rise, wake up, affirm this bris. Shimu Bakoli, listen to my words. It is begging, B'nai Yisrael, to avert their own disaster, reaffirm that bris. And what happens? Below Shamu, below Hitu Esaznam, they don't listen, they don't even bother stretching their ear. Each man follows the evil inclinations of his heart. The Avi Alehem has called the Habris Hazos Asher Tzivisi Lasos below Asu, and I will bring against you all those provisions of the Bris which I have delineated in the Tochacha, which I have said that is exactly what will happen if you do not follow this Bris. By Yomer Hashem Eli, Nimsa Kesher. There is a kesher, there is an evil implying even a different, more venal kind of evil that were in prior generations. In other words, the Barbanel says that at worst, what they would often do is not follow the positive mitzvot. They just didn't do them. They weren't interested. This generation goes so far beyond that in their rejection of not only the positive mitzvahs, but their active pursuit to flout the negative mitzvahs. They are worse than their forefathers ever were. This is exactly it. They didn't want to listen to what I had said, your former generations. And eventually they follow different gods, La'adam, to worship them. Heferu, base Yisrael, Uves Yehuda, Esbrisi. They nullified both Israel and Yehuda, my bris, Asher Karatzi, Esavosechem, that I covenanted with your fathers. L'chein Komar Hashem, Hinini, Mevi, Alechem, Ra'ah, I am going to bring. Ra, evil on you, you are not going to be able to get out from under it. There is no way you're going to escape it. You are going to scream to me below Eshma Alehim. 
and I will not listen. They will come and they will cry, that they have deserted um, and they will not be saved. They will not be saved by the gods they have substituted. They will not be saved by coming to Kodesh Baruch Hu and crying out. He mispar orecha hayu elohecha Yehuda umispar kutsos Yisraelim because the totals of your city, Judea, and the total of your courtyards, Yerushalayim, shamtem mizbachos laboshes mizbachos lakater labal. You are filled with altars desecrating both the relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu and worshiping idols in the streets of Yerushalayim, and we know. That in under King Menashe's reign, they brought actual idols right to the bummer of the of the Bayis Harishon. And now the Atta Al Tispaleo Hashem speaks to you, don't pray for these people. And you've got to, as the Mephorshim do, contrast this with the Kodesh Baruch Hu saying to Moshe after the Cheta uh, Ego, you know, and now don't add another word, but then giving him an avenue to come and seek Shuba for B'nai Israel. Here, there's no avenue. Don't raise an argument for them. Reno, Trila, don't advocate joy in a return to Trila. Ki eneni shomea be'es karasam elai because I will not listen to them, I will not respond to them because of their evil. Hopefully, and I say hopefully, we may find some sort of escape clause tomorrow morning, 8.45, Adkan.